Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna have a little podcast afternoon delight. Right. No, 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 no. I do not want people having afternoon delight while they listen to my voice, okay? If you're listening to my podcast with your loved one and you get the itch and you start going at it, please turn it turn my podcast off. I don't want to be your background music for you making whoopee. I don't want my voice, you know, permeating uh, the airspace around your humping and dumping and plumping. Ugh, let's just get right to it. Uh, Big show today. Uh, We're going to be talking about your pee, okay? Let me start right there. Yes, it's going to be a highbrow show. Uh, We're going to be talking about pee. We all do it, so why not talk about it, right? We're going to be talking about pizza. Uh, which also starts with a P, but it's uh, it's uh, something you eat. Uh, I think our friend Eddie is going to be reaching out, trying to get some uh, people to party with him. Uh, I do believe my annoying uh, gardener, Senor Fuentes, is going to be by. We're going to be dipping into the mailbag and reading some of your letters you've been sending me at harlemwilliams.com. And then later on, I'm going to be doing an experiment with some household cleaner right here. On the Harland Highway. <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Rumpspin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. Can I get serious with you people for just one minute? Can I can I pick your brain? This, this is Harlan Williams here, your host on the Harlan Highway. I, I need to ask you something. I, I need help. I need the answers to something here. Why, when you eat asparagus, does your pee smell like asparagus? I know, not the classiest question you've ever heard, but you all know what I'm talking about. Why, 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 does, why does your pee smell like asparagus? I, I don't think anyone deserves to go to the bathroom and have the room all of a sudden smell like a side dish. I don't think your pee should smell like one of the food groups. That's just wrong. Can you imagine if other foods came through smelling like that? I smell Count Chocula. What the hell is Count Chocula? It's just me. I'm going pee in the woods. Relax. One of life's little mysteries, I guess. Maybe I better call up the Jolly Green Giant. Maybe he's got some answers for me. You think the Jolly Green Giant's pee smells like asparagus? That guy wears asparagus. I think he is asparagus. (laughs) His pee probably smells like a salad bar. The Harland Highway. The Valley of the Jolly. Pee, pee, pee. Green Giant. Isn't peeing just weird overall? You know, peeing is kind of like your breathing or your heartbeat. It just kind of happens. You don't think of it, okay? You don't really think about it at all. But but think about it. Think about you as a human being. Think about your body. Thinking of, Think about when you bleed. You know, how you frantically try to stop that liquid from leaving your body. Or think about your uh, saliva that you swallow all the time. And think about your uh, 
mucus that you expel in little chunks. And then isn't it weird that, you know, at certain points of the day you just stop and all this water comes out of you, all this liquid, all this urine. It's just like this big, like, giant cup. You can fill a beer mug with it. Just comes flowing out of your body a few times a day. And you don't really think about it. You don't think about it passing through a tube or a vein or an artery or whatever it comes out of. You don't think about the sensation. You don't think about, you know, any pain related to it. I guess if you overthought it, it would creep you out. Like, think of it. It's it's like turning on a tap. You're kind of like turning on a faucet and pee is coming out for like a minute or two or however long it takes you. <laughs> Believe me, you ever been in the, in the, uh, in the men's restroom, guys? And uh, you go into the can and you uh, stand there and you take a pee and some other guy walks in and he's not peeing into a urinal because they're all used. So he goes into one of the stalls and you hear him pee and it just keeps going and going and you're like, what the hell? And going and and you're like, you've never heard such a long piss in your whole life. You're like, what the hell is that guy? A camel or something? But anyways, I just thought it was weird because you probably never think twice about your pee and the fact that it streams out of your body and it doesn't hurt. It's just this entity, this liquid, this stuff. And you're like, wow, Williams, you are really hard up for topics today, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's something that you probably go through your whole life and don't even think about. And it's kind of a weird thing. And animals do it and... Everything does it, so we don't think about it. But in a way, you got to admit, it's kind of odd. It's kind of weird. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I should move on. Maybe I should just take a break, go take a pee, and come back. That's what I'll do. Welcome to... The government doesn't want you to know... Did you know that pizza slices are just pumpkin eyes disguised with pepperoni and cheese, tomatoes, and green onions? Yes, that's right. The government doesn't know how to dispose of cut-out triangle-shaped pumpkin eyes. So they flatten them out, put them in a circular shape, and sell them to you, and rename them pizza pies. The government doesn't want you to know. And yes, I just discovered um, thin slice, uh, thin crust pizza. Hallelujah for thin crust pizza. You know, I I was never, I'd heard of it. I'd never really ordered it. And, you know, as you get a little older, you start to watch your weight and you order a pizza and you think, God, this is good. But look at all this damn dough I'm eating, man. Look at all this yeast and this uh, dough and this flour and God. And so uh, one day I'll be like, all right, I'll be health conscious. I'll try the old thin crust. And uh, so I ordered it. And my God, it's delicious. You're still getting the same sauce and the same cheese and the same toppings. 
except instead of having like um you know crust that's the is that has the thickness of a lead door you've got crust that's like the thick thickness of a a you know a thin piece of cardboard and it's easier to eat it's easier to hold it's easier to lift up it's easier to bite into and at the end of the day you're still getting all that pizza flavor and you're not eating all that disgusting dough and flour and all that crap that makes you into a fat pizza monster. Roar! I'm a pizza monster. Roar! Ooh, somebody call Godzilla. What am I doing? Um, so anyways, I'm now a fan. If you haven't tried it, uh, this is just a little recommendation from me to you. I'm always looking out for you, people. Try it. Try the thin crust pizza. And don't worry that you're, uh, oh, well, you know, it's the same price for the thick stuff. So why would I get the thin crust when I could get the thick stuff? Um, How about maybe saving some years on your life? How about uh, living a little healthier? How about... Treating your insides to a little less uh, garbage. How about that? Does that help? So anyways, um, check it out. No affiliations here. This isn't a commercial for Domino's or Pizza Hut or anything. Papa John's, nothing. I just wanted you to try the thin crust, man. And, oh, yeah, what's really great is if you run out of paper in your photocopier, you can, uh, if you shove it in upside down, toppings face down uh it's so thin you can print out documents on the back of your pizza so there you go um enjoy this is eddie he wants to party but they just hang up hello hey how's it going man oh uh it's eddie we won uh teddy i was gonna see if you uh maybe wanted to grab a beer or something uh Grab a Heineken. They got a round number, man. Maybe throw the barbecue together, have some ribs and stuff. <laughs> Just Who is this? It's Eddie. Eddie? Yeah, I was going to see if maybe uh, we could slap some ribs together, have a, some maybe coleslaw. They got a wrong number, boss. How about a beer? They got a wrong number, man. Just one beer. We could hang out, get caught up. Have a cigarette and stuff. I can make a right number. Call me back. I could make a coleslaw or something. You dig coleslaw? No. How about some uh, potato salad, man? I mean, it's a barbecue. You got the wrong number. What about some hot dogs, some ribs? What? Hey, what the hell? What? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. What? Oh, no. No. No, no, no. What is he doing here? Oh. Oh, God. Why, why did you let him in, Roger? I know he's my gardener. What are you doing here, Senor Fuentes? That's Senor Fuentes. Yes, I know your name, Senor Fuentes. What are you doing here? 
I'm in the middle of a podcast. What is a podcast, senor? It's a podcast is a it's a uh, a thing that goes out over the internet. What is the internet? Okay, what are you doing here? I came to tell you, senor, that I got your hose tangled in some trees. What are you talking about? You know your hose, senor? Yes, I I know my hose. You know your big, long, rubbery hose? Yes, I know the hose. Well, I got it wrapped around and around some trees, senor. Okay. And I think I tied it in a knot by mistake. Okay, you came all the way in here to tell me you tied my hose in a knot. Yes, senor, and the liquid was having trouble coming out. The liquid, you mean the water. Call it what you will, senor. Well, it's water. Okay, senor, you don't need to get angry. Uh, well, you got my... T- your hose? You got my hose tangled in some trees and it got bundled up into a knot. whoopie do. Well, it's all backed up, senor. It's all clogged. Okay, what do you want me to do? Well, I got some good news, senor. Yes? Well, I was able to unclog the hose and untie the knot in your hose. Okay, great. I feel much better. Yeah, you should. What? And then all the men lined up and they took turns drinking out of your hose. Uh, do I really need to know that? Oh, they held that hose up in the in the sky and the water trickled into their hot, parched mouths, senor, just dripping slowly down their throats, some of it running down the side of their cheek, right through their mustaches, just dripping down their throats and onto their open chest. Stop it! Just running right down their chest bone, down towards their belly button. Stop it! Because you know most of my helpers don't wear shirts. Stop it! Why do you not want to hear how your hose was being drunk by all my workers? Stop it! Are you done? I guess so, senor. Okay, can you get out of here? Get back. Get my hose and finish the gardening. Yes, senor. Okay, go. I think there's one more thing, senor. What? I ran over the tip of your hose with my truck. Pardon me? I squished the cap, that just the, the head of your hose. I ran over with the truck and flattened it out. Get out of here. Okay, maybe you want a flat hose. Get out of here. Flathead, flathead, get out. Yes, yes, letters, letters. I do get your letters. Keep sending them to harlemwilliams.com. If you go to harlemwilliams.com, you can uh, just click and uh, send me a letter, and I will get it and read it on the air. Here's one from uh, Mark Evans. He writes to me. He says, hey, salad monster. Okay. (laughs) I guess it's those croutons I keep in my hair. Thank you, Mark. I'm a salad monster. Um, His uh, letter is the following. He says, I think you're awesome. Will you come back to San Francisco to do a few more stand-up nights? I saw you a few months back. Please come back. Okay, okay. Well, this is uh, good news. This is a a big uh, announcement here. It's a little premature, but you're uh, 
You're hearing it first here because Mark Evans uh, pushed me to do it. He also wrote, I am your biggest promoter and fan on the West Coast. Love you. Well, here it is, Mark. You'll be happy to know, yes, I am coming back to San Francisco And this time I'm doing it up real big. Uh, I'm going to be at the Herbs Theater, which is uh, right there on Van Ness, right next to the Opera House. Incredible, beautiful, plush theater uh, in San Francisco. And the date is September 4th, Saturday, September 4th. Uh, And guess what? Tickets are already on sale. You can uh, call the Herbs Theater and uh, get your tickets. Um, And this is the first announcement. We haven't even got into promoting that show yet. So here you go. Uh, Your wish is my command. Thanks for your letter, Mark. And uh, check under your bed tonight so the salad monster doesn't get you. All right. Let's see what else we got here in the old uh, Harland Highway mailbag. All right, looks like Lauren, Lauren has written to me. She says, hey, Harland, love the podcast. Look forward to listening to it every week. You have such a sweet and bizarre sense of humor. I just love it. Come do a show in Chicago. I like that, sweet and bizarre. That should be a new uh, a new Chinese food uh, menu item. You want uh, sweet and sour pork? No, 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 I want the sweet and bizarre... Uh, Chicken balls, please. Oh, we just cook them. You're going to like them. Thank you. Uh, Yes, I will let you know when I am coming to Chicago, Lauren. Thank you for your your kind words. And uh, let's see who else we got in the mailbag. Okay, I have to get to this guy's letter just because of his name, okay? Uh, He goes, hi, Harland. I agree with your podcast. The U.S. is embarrassing in terms of high-tech. I'm originally from Poland and in the USA here for 13 years, but I hate the roads, the infrastructure, the quality of work that's being done, done here. Steve Jobs should be president. Your fan, Marizus Majacherzak. I'm going to spell the last name, M-A-J-C-H-R-Z-A-K. You try and say it. Uh, But anyways, he's referring to a podcast I did about how, uh, you know, the USA has just kind of been sitting still in terms of the roads and a lot of the technology and power poles and a lot of things look the same today as they did in, uh, you know, 1963, 1973. And uh, a lot of the highways and roads are pretty beat up. So I guess... uh, Marizus Mjadjarkushukurglak was just agreeing with me. So thank you for that letter. And let's see who else we got here in the mailbag. Okay, here is a letter from Veronica Rossi. And uh, I love getting emails from her because she always corrects me. You know, sometimes in the heat of the moment, in the uh, passion of the moment... Uh, during an improv or a tirade or a riff, whatever you want to call it, I'll just roll out and roll out and I'll start talking and I'll throw in what I think is the appropriate or the necessary word. And sometimes I throw in a word that sounds similar to what should be there or I pronounce it wrong or it's not exactly the right fit. 
So she wrote, Dear Harling, God, I love your show. By the way, it's unobtrusive. I think you hang with Adam Carolla because you say dillweed a lot. I use dillweed too, but because you do. So she was correcting me on unobtrusive. If I know me, I probably said inobtrusive. So I thank you for your obtrusive <laughs> correction of my vocabulary. And uh, if you care to phone and leave me a voice message, I will allow you to call me a dillweed for screwing up my words. Okay, thank you, Veronica. Let's get another letter. All right, the next letter comes from Tom Galassi. And uh, Tom says, hey, Harland, I just got to write and say how much I love your podcast. Please come to Chicago and do some stand-up. I have been a blue man in the blue man group for the past 12 years, and I invite you to our show if you're ever in town. Keep on rocking in the freak world. Tom Galassi. I got to tell you, Tom, I admire uh, the blue man group. You guys are physical. You're innovative. You're imaginative. Uh, quite an entertaining uh, show. It, it's just, you know, the whole idea that you guys paint yourselves blue. And, uh, you know, that's what entertainment's all about. Give people the unexpected. Keep them guessing. Keep them excited. And uh, I really enjoy your work. So if you get a chance, go see Tom in Chicago or uh, the Blue Man Group, wherever they may be playing all over the country. And uh, I always wondered if uh, if the Blue Man Group ever went to, like, where the Smurfs live or where the Avatar people live. And they put up a billboard or they do a show and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, the Blue Man Group. And there's, like, three blue people in the audience going, <gasps> what? They're blue? Oh, big deal. So am I. But they're blue. We don't care. We're blue, too. We're smears. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Let's move on, and uh, let's take one more letter here before we close up the mailbag. Okay, let's see. Oh, well, look at this. We got another letter from Veronica Rossi correcting me once again about Immaculate Conception. She goes, Dear Harlan, you have confused the Immaculate Conception with the Annunciation. The Immaculate Conception refers to Mary being free of sin, whereas the Annunciation refers to Mary conceiving a child despite being a virgin. <laughs> well, not only is she correcting my vocabulary, she's correcting my religious history. I guess I did a topic or I went on a rant about Immaculate Conception. And you got to admit, Immaculate Conception sounds like someone getting pregnant by the hand of God. Annunciation sounds like my grammar school teacher. Children, you must annunciate. Annunciation. Children, annunciate. But what if I'm pregnant with God's child? Well, then annunciate, you little brat. Ah, go immaculate conception yourself. Um... So there you go. I've been corrected again by Veronica Rossi, and I guess that probably makes me the immaculate dillweed, and I hope I enunciated that properly. 
But there you go. That's it for today. Keep those uh, letters coming. Let's close up the uh, the old mailbag. And I look forward to more of your comments, insults, praise, criticism, whatever you want. It all flies here on the Harland Highway. Another letter from our listeners. What a day, what a day for a grand experiment. Hi, this is Harland Williams. You're listening to the Harland Highway, and I'm sitting here naked in my chair broadcasting to you. Feels really good, but I thought I'd try a little experiment. I am going to spray my whole body with Windex window cleaner. And uh, you know that squeaky noise you get when you when you clean the glass windows on your house? I want to see if if I spray my naked body, if when I move around, like I cross my legs or I fold my arms or I scratch my back, I want to know if I get that squeaky sound. Because I dig that sound, man. For some reason, I like it. So here we go. Spraying my body with blue liquid Windex window cleaner. Just get it all over. Here we go. Under my arms. On my back. Right there. Down in the special area. Oh, it stings a little, but uh, okay. And here I go. I'm just sitting back in my chair. Oh, hear that? Oh, oh. Folding my arms. I'm crossing my legs. Ooh. Ooh, that sounded good. I'm uncrossing my legs. I'm crossing them again. Okay, I feel very shiny and very clean. Ooh, whoops. I dropped something. Excuse me while I pick this up. Whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> Don't be listening to those noises. Keep it clean here on the Harland Highway. Yeah, I know. You're thinking, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Who the hell gets naked and sprays their body with Windex? Well, if you haven't tried it, folks, please don't knock it, okay? Yeah, and I say that to guilt you out. Like, I really think you're going to go do it. I really think you're going to go get all naked and spray your body with Windex. Gee, I win that round. I don't think so, Mr. Williams. Um, and speaking of rounds, I am going to be coming around uh, to your neighborhood, especially if you live on the West Coast and you live anywhere near Long Beach, California, which is just south of uh, L.A. Um, I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy Thursday, June 17th, uh, Friday the 18th, and Saturday the 19th at the uh, Laugh Factory in Long Beach, California. You can go to laughfactory.com um, and click on the La- on the Long Beach uh, link, and you can get all your ticket information. You can reserve your tickets online, uh, what have you, okay? Um, so there you go. And uh, outside of stand-up, I want to tell you something fun I've been doing the last uh, last few months here. 
It's kind of been under wraps, but I'm like, why the hell don't I tell them? I don't know if you are fans of the show Robot Chicken. It's on Adult Swim, and it's kind of a crazy stop-motion animated show that comes on late at night and uh, deals with, uh, you know, pop culture and movies and comic book characters and things like that. And uh, they're all in crazy, wacky situations. Well, uh, our boy Seth Green, Scotty from Austin Powers, throw me a freaking bone here, Scotty. Uh, Scotty reached out to me, or Seth Green, I should say, reached out to me and said, Hey, man, how would you like to uh, come and write on my show that I produce, Robot Chicken? And I was familiar with the show, and it's funny, and it's hip, and it's edgy, and I was like, dude, I will be there. Uh, So I've been writing on the show for the last little while. Uh, I hope you uh, get a chance to check it out. We're proud of uh, what we do over there. Hopefully uh, just another way to make you laugh. And that's what it's all about here in uh, here on planet Earth. Um, and like I said, if you, uh, if you don't have a TV, and many of you don't, because, you know, we're just the dawn of television. Who the hell has a TV, man? If you don't have a TV and you're in Long Beach, uh, June 17th to the 19th, check me out live doing stand-up at the Laugh Factory. Go to laughfactory.com to get your tickets, and hopefully I'll see you there. Bring a robot chicken with you if you like. Um, and if I don't see you there, I'll see you here next time on the Harland Highway. I'm Harlan Williams. Thanks for riding along. And uh, until next time. Chicken chow main baby, or should I say robot chicken chow main baby? (laughs) 